Welcome back to part three of Christianity, Cults, and Religions. Um, this is, like I said, session three. This past Wednesday is what we talked about, um, was the topic of Jehovah's Witnesses, um, the Watchtower, Bible, and Tract Society. Uh, some very inf- uh, interesting information um, that was talked about and um, that we heard and we just began with uh, the beginning of the Jehovah's Witnesses, and it started with a guy named Charles Taze Russell, um, a, uh, it was, it's interesting how all of this worked out, um, but Charles um, kind of is the, the founder, head of it all. Uh, he was under a man named William Miller, um, who kind of took him in, and he was an Adventism, uh, Adventist. And then um, Charles did a lot of um, predicting the future of when Jesus was going to come back and when Armageddon would start and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, the first time that they predicted it, it was 1914. Um, and when that didn't happen, they did some um, fancy math maneuvering and they kept changing the date Um and every time that it wouldn't happen, they'd look at it, they'd change the date again. And so it's been it's been interesting. Um, and then there was a, another guy that's, that's well-known in um, the beginnings of the Jehovah's Witnesses, and that was Judge Joseph Rutherford, um, who lived uh, up until 1942. Uh, but the Jehovah's Witnesses, they have a governing body. Uh, it's the Watchtower Society. Um, they are headquartered in... Uh, New York City, um, or in New York, and so they have roughly, um, we found just under 18 million followers, and that's as of um, earlier this year, according to their their website, Um, and so um, they have two magazines that are published um, worldwide in multiple, multiple languages, um, the Watchtower and Awake magazines. They have a translation of the Bible that they use, and it's called New World Translation. And um, what they've done is they have gone in and over 300 places have um, twisted scripture or manipulated scripture to fit their opinion of certain things. Um, They are well known for uh, a specific number, the 144,000, which they are they see those people as their governing body, um, but all of those people are old generation um, Jehovah's Witnesses, and so um, there's not very many alive today, um, and it will be interesting to see what happens when all of those 144,000 pass away, who their governing body will become um, now that 144,000 is the um, the elect group, they will be the ones that actually get to be in heaven uh, with God, and then all the other Jehovah's Witnesses um, will get to be on paradise on earth. Um, and so it's very interesting. Um, they have some distinctive beliefs. Uh, they do not believe in the Trinity. They believe that Jesus is a lesser created God with a little g. Um, they actually believe that Jesus started out as uh, Michael the Archangel, um, and then became human. Um, the Holy Spirit is Jehovah's, that's what they call God, Jehovah. 
um, Jehovah's invisible active force. They look at that more like electricity or magnetism. It's not a person. Um, it's just this force that's out there um, that's that can't be seen. Uh, they look at uh, every other person who calls themselves a Christian as um, apostate Christendom. Um, let's see. Um, what they see as being required um, steps or here's the four things that you have to do in order to be saved. Um, it's taken in head knowledge of scripture and of the information that the watchtower puts out. You have to uh, obey God's law according to the watchtower. Um, the third thing in order to be saved is you have to belong to and serve in Jehovah's one true organization, which is um, Jehovah's Witnesses or the Watchtower. And then uh, the other is being loyal to Jehovah's organization. That's Jehovah's Witnesses organization. Yeah, you have to be loyal. You can't think for yourself. You have to um, believe exactly what they put out in their publications. Even if that means one year they say one thing about um, the Holy Spirit and then Two years later, they come out and they say something different that completely contradicts the first one. The Jehovah's Witnesses are required, expected just to believe that and go with it no matter what. Um, and that is all being passed down from that um, few guys in in um, New York as their headquarters. Um, we see that you have to, uh, witnesses have to work toward perfection, Um you have to earn your way into saving um, or into salvation. It's not a free gift. It's something that you earn. And if you, um, even if you make a small mistake, one thing that stuck out is they can't vote. They can't celebrate birthdays or holidays, anything like that. Um, and if you're caught celebrating or caught voting, even in a small little vote, you could be kicked out of the organization and lose your salvation, according to them. Um, they are known for refusing blood transfusions. Um, they're you know, not celebrating holidays or birthdays, no military service, no voting. Um, they can't uh, salute the flag. They can't say the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, just very much, uh, they just have to follow whatever the organization head says. And this is what I love about the Christian church is we have these core doctrines that we believe. We talked about that in, in the last episode. We have these core doctrines that we believe. And it's okay if we don't line up on other stuff, but if we if we can believe these core doctrine, then we're good. And we don't have to think exactly alike on um, the exact time Jesus is going to come back, or we don't have to um, you know, have all the exact same thoughts and we can think for ourselves, we can read scripture for ourselves and understand it because the Holy Spirit is living inside of us and he allows us to to understand. And so um, that's not the case with, with the Jehovah's Witnesses. And it's so, we were talking, uh, the youth group was talking on Wednesday night. Um, it's kind of depressing when you think about, okay, you can't think for yourself when it comes to reading scripture, you can't allow the Holy Spirit to work on you. And if you do, you can't share that you have this different opinion because you'll be kicked out, which means you'll lose your salvation. Um, 
And then not just that, but the whole idea of having to work for your salvation, work for perfection, um, man, that there's no way, seeing in Scripture, there's no way that we can do that. And so it's just this never-ending cycle of always trying to do better, always, you know, trying to one-up what you did last time so that you will have salvation. There's no hope in that. And then we have some biblical insights of what Scripture truly says um, about a few things that contradict what the Jehovah's Witnesses say. The first is there is one God, and the Jehovah's Witnesses will say there is one God, um, Jehovah, as they call him. We also had the conversation of um, as early interpretations saw the Hebrew name for God. Uh, they put Jehovah, the Hebrew, you don't have vowels, you just have consonants. And so people were trying to figure out um, what vowels go where, and they came up with this name Jehovah, uh, which is in there. Uh, but as people have gotten to know the Hebrew language better and been able to translate it better, we uh, have realized that Jehovah isn't the correct um, uh, pronunciation of of that name, of God's name, and it's actually Yahweh, um, which is in Hebrew, uh, translated into the English would be um, Y-H-W-H. Um, and, and then we put the vowels in there, but it's Yahweh. And um, anyways, so there is, there's one God, um, but the Jehovah's Witnesses don't believe that the Holy Spirit is God. They don't believe that Jesus is God. But we see throughout Scripture that the Holy Spirit is indeed God. Uh, we have one God, the Trinity, um, one God in three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, just like they don't believe that Jesus is God, he is a lowercase g God, um, created God from Jehovah. And so uh, we just see that this contradicts what we see in Scripture. Um, they don't believe that Jesus rose physically from the dead either. Um, they believe that he rose spiritually. Um, and uh, we see in Scripture that Jesus rose physically from the dead. Uh, and then the last thing, uh, biblical insight, uh, is that salvation is a free gift. Again, the Jehovah's Witnesses believe that it is a um, thing that you have to earn. Uh, but we see in Scripture uh, that it's a free gift uh, given to us if we believe in Jesus. There's really nothing else that is required other than faith in Jesus, active faith in Jesus. Um, and some passages for that are Romans 6, 23, Acts 16, 30, and 31, Titus 3, 5, and Philippians 3, 9. And so I just encourage you guys, um, sit down with your students and, or at least ask to look at the booklet um, that was provided. Some of their information that's in the booklet for this week um, is there are some terms in the middle. Um, you know, what is the 144,000 or who's Jehovah? Um, what's, you know, Armageddon? Just some terms that were talked about. There's uh, easy definitions in there for, for us to understand. Um, there's also a list of do's and don'ts when you are talking to uh, Jehovah's Witnesses Um and there's really four of each. Do remember that Jehovah's Witnesses are real people. Um, they have uh, struggles. They have 
doubts just like anybody does. So treat them as real people. Do be courteous and respectful. Do know the Bible. Um, understand, know what you believe. Um, do ask questions. And that's the biggest thing is Jehovah's Witnesses aren't going to listen to anything that we have to say because they've been taught from the Watchtower Society, they've been taught that we are um, false teachers and, and everything that we have is false and um, a lie and it's from Satan. Um, so by asking questions and get them to think for themselves is super important. Uh, don't assume that Jehovah's Witnesses know the Bible. Um, one thing that stood out in the video was that um, a lot of times they know a um, a script that they've memorized. And by knowing that script and the few scripture passages that they have in there, it gives the knowledge that they truly know their Bible. Um, but that isn't always the case. It's just like talking to a, a Christian on the street. Um, a lot of times they have a few verses that they go to, but the more you ask, uh, then you realize they really don't have a good understanding of uh, scripture, and the same is with the Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, don't assume that there is only one right way to witness. A big thing that um, the guy talked about in this video is um, with some other cults or, or religions, you can pass on some information, tracts, or hand them a Bible, whatever, and they, they'll take it. Jehovah's Witnesses will not. Um, they will not take it. They will not walk out of your door with it. Um, or anything, because again, they see that as false teaching. They can only have what the Watchtower, Watchtower Society has published. Um, and so there's no one right way of witnessing to them. The biggest thing is being courteous and kind, you know, all the do's that were up above. Um, don't try to force them to admit that they're wrong. Even if they start to doubt what they believe, um, a lot of times they're not going to write out, admit it, one, because either they are training another witness that's with them or they are being trained by a witness and to just come out and show that they have some doubt will um, completely destroy uh, their standing in the Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, and so even to the point where they could be uh, thrown out and in their mind, that is where their salvation is, is in that organization. And then uh, don't just turn them away. The big thing with that is um, be willing to at least engage in some conversation with them um, and be okay with saying, hey, I don't know the answer to that question, but I'll look into it and I'll get back with you kind of deal. Um, and then, of course, uh, we did our little quiz. Um, and like I said, in nearly 300 places, the Jehovah's Witnesses Bible, the New World Translation is altered to match up with the Watchtower Doctrine. Um, it's true uh, that the Watchtower teaching, um, uh, in the Watchtower teaching, only an anointed class of 144,000 people has the ability and the right to properly interpret the Bible. Um like I said earlier, according to the Watchtower teaching, Jesus was the first thing that Jehovah had created, and Jesus began his existence as Michael the Archangel. Uh, and then, um, true or false, according to Watchtower teaching, Jehovah's Witnesses have assurance of salvation because they were baptized in Jehovah's one true organization, the Watchtower Society, and that is false. Again, that's all by works. Um, 
And then when talking with Jehovah's Witnesses, remember to ask questions instead of making assumptions um, or accusations. So that is our um, our week. If you want to look at a few Bible verses, um, Colossians 2, 9 and 10, um, Romans 6, 23, and then Philippians 3, 8 through 9. But I just encourage you, have a conversation with your student. Um, see what they've learned, what stood out to them. Um, and just be prepared because who knows what or who will come knocking at your door. Um, I asked a few of our students, have you ever had a Jehovah's Witness knock on your front door? And a few have said yes, um, a few said no. And so you never know. And how cool would it be uh, after having this resource to be able to um, be prepared to actually have a conversation with a Jehovah's Witness? So that's our time. We will see you next time. Welcome to the Salt Shaker Recap Podcast. My name is Josh Hale. I'm your host, and let's get into this week's recap.